eating marshmallows straight from the bag feels like I'm practicing my religion. (laughs) Yes. It's like a, it's like kneeling down to pray. Well, everybody, welcome to another episode, a special holiday episode of Please Bless This Podcast. Yes. The podcast where we, two sisters, Katie and Elisa, hi, Elisa. Hello. Talk about all things Mormon and pop culture. And sometimes marshmallows <laughs> marshmallows and cream of chicken soup Ooh, yeah <laughs> cream of anything cream of anything soup happy thanksgiving first and foremost Yay. this is a special um food episode of the podcast we're talking about all things mormon cuisine mm. and uh yeah marshmallows and cream of chicken soup pretty much sum it up episodes Mm. over have a great week everybody yep there it is i know so we've been planning on doing this episode for a while and then when it actually came down to like kind of racking my brain about mormon food i was sort of like there is kind of a lot to it yeah like there are a lot of really specific dishes that mormons love and 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 i will say it's like a utah mormon west you know the rocky mountain region yeah sure and it's like it all makes sense like it's all like influenced by either like our european heritage or that sort of like frontier Mm -hmm. you know cooking everything in a dutch oven casserole here you go or like food storage you're cycling through it or you're feeding a ton of people so you need a bunch of like little canned goods and food hacks i was thinking last night growing up every vegetable we ate was out of a can yes other than broccoli sure that's true we did eat that is the one exception we did eat a lot of broccoli but a lot of canned green beans a lot of canned corn a lot of canned spinach yeah which is wild honestly i love canned spinach. i do too with spaghetti it's so good why is yeah. it so good it's salty it's pretty honestly salty. when i cook up fresh spinach i'm always a little bit disappointed yeah no there's something about that watery like steamed yeah. canned salty mm. spinach i Such- i i want that it is the weirdest slimiest little texture and i would eat the whole can right now if i had one oh i would too shoot you Mm -hmm. know i'm gonna be honest i i still eat canned vegetables like once or twice a week just because poor, just being a poor person sure 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 like if i make um spaghetti i mean usually Mm -hmm. i'll go for like an asparagus or a broccoli but sometimes i do green beans Mm. I'm not anti-canned green bean or canned corn. I'll do canned corn with whatever. If I'm honest, living in California, I haven't eaten a canned veggie in years. That's fine. However, I'm not above it. I'm not going to, I'm not above it. Yeah. I'm so glad. I could never. Yeah. Um, so there is a pop culture tie in. Let's, let's start there. Oh, sure. So a couple weeks ago, I'm watching every or everybody (laughs) everybody love raymond everybody loves raymond what the fuck call all all of this out i'm not (laughs) a couple of weeks ago i'm watching somebody feed phil 
on mm. Netflix. And Phil is the creator of Everybody Loves Raymond, yes. which is why my head went there. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Somebody feed Phil a delightful little food show. He travels yeah. to different cities. It's season five, the episode where he goes to Portland. And I'm just watching along, not, you know, paying too much attention. And then he's like, we're going to have some Mormon cuisine. And I tell you, my ears perked all the way up. Me too. Um, Because there's this food cart in Portland called Ruthie's. And the owner, Colin Moore, named it after his grandma, Ruthie. And the concept is elevated Mormon cuisine mm-hmm. made from local ingredients. Yes. And that's it. And he's making like, um, you know, his grandma's famous biscuit recipe. And yeah. Whatever. It's a roll. It's a roll to be. Fair. It's a roll. That's right. That's right. Mormons eat rolls, not biscuits. And that is yeah. an important distinction. For sure. Not a Mormon is no. eating a biscuit for anything other than breakfast. A hundred percent. You're absolutely right. I stand corrected. Yeah. So um, in an interview about the concept of the food cart, Colin Moore said, you know, my grandma, she cooked out of the ward cookbook. Yes. And I was like, oh, yeah, we know all about that. Fierce. Um, And she cooked a lot from her backyard garden. Yep. Which, again, rings very true to our Mormon experience. Like, our grandparents, my grandma literally said to me once, if we can't grow it in our own garden, we can't eat it. Mm-hmm. We were, we were uh, shelling, shelling peas. peas. We were... Uh, hacking off a head of cabbage yes freaking yanking tomatoes the number of cabbage salads we ate in that house my goodness yeah so this is a yeah ruthie plus our grandma it all rings true for us it adds up Mm -hmm. yeah so um we need to go on an expedition to ruthie's in portland yeah this is i'm what so down excited this that episode really made me want to go eat in portland because he was like hyping it up he was like this is like the street food capital of the u.s mm-hmm. like this place is bonkers and like i live not super duper far from portland and have eaten in portland and i always have good food experiences in portland i think it's actually a pretty good food city. yeah I've had good food in Portland too, but I've never gone to the food carts. No, I want to go to the food carts with like a boatload of money Uh and just go crazy. Just try a little of everything. Yeah, that'd be fun. Yeah, I agree. So check out this episode. The Honestly, the Ruthie segment is just kind of a blip. Yeah. But it caught our attention as uh, connoisseurs of all things Mormon. And so we thought we'd use it as a launch pad to talk about the beauties of mormon cuisine so let's do it katie let's let's get into it man where to fucking begin i can barely talk about this stuff right now i'm too pregnant yeah this um, is gonna cause some weird cravings for you isn't it <laughs> it's gonna be a problem i have already made like a janky trial run thanksgiving mm-hmm. uh, for my family because <laughs> uh, i can't help myself yeah so, um here we go if you know anything about what mormons eat what is going to be the base of the food pyramid let's say it together on three one One, two two, three three. funeral (laughs) Funeral potatoes potatoes. obviously hallelujah funeral potatoes are like evidence of the gospel being true i was literally just gonna say like i don't believe in mormonism anymore um, everything I thought to be true has turned out to be false, except 
yeah. the supremacy of the funeral potato. Yeah. Funeral potatoes never let me down. Whoever was the first person to like crumble um, buttery cornflakes on top of frozen shredded potatoes with sour cream and cheese and mm-hmm. chick- cream of chicken soup, that's my profit. If it was Joseph Smith, I take back everything I've said on this podcast. (laughs) Amen. We're done. (laughs) It's over. Let's talk about what goes into funeral potatoes. I've just pulled up mom's recipe. Oh, okay. Which I think is a pretty standard recipe. Yeah. So you're starting with, you're starting with a base of potatoes. In our case, it's like a big two pound bag of frozen hash browns. I know people who do like the cubed potatoes, Honestly, Mm -hmm. those are great. You pretty much can't go wrong. You don't need a fresh potato. You're just introducing complications. Go frozen. Mormons love a frozen base. Um, On top of that, you're going to pour a sauce that is comprised of cream of chicken soup, sour cream, a shit ton of cheese. And we're apparently, mom is putting dried onions in there. Yes. I put dry. I'm not mad about that's great. That's great. Pour that over the hash browns. Bada bing, bada boom. If you want to jazz it up, you might cube up some ham and put it in there. I'm a ham girly. I'm a ham Um, girly. I like a meal ham in there. I also, after the fact, like adding corn to it. Yes. You can't eat funeral potatoes without corn, in my opinion. I agree. You need to have corn and Rhodes rolls on the table. Rhodes rolls is hard to say and but <laughs> and just like a little salad with ranch yeah oh perfect perfect isn't that like um, your death meal <laughs> yeah that if I was on death row if I was about to get like lethally injected I am 100%. fucking eating that meal yeah so on top of all of that you're gonna mm-hmm. sprinkle some crushed up cornflakes tossed in melted butter you sure are you bake it it comes out bubbly gooey swussy mm-hmm. it's so good it's so good and you have to serve it when it's molten hot yep it comes out of the oven and it hits your plate and your plate almost cracks in half <laughs> because it's so hot and you just start shoveling it in uh-huh yeah. yeah, you're burning the back of your throat. You don't even care. No. It's not about preserving your taste buds at that point. It is mm-hmm. about scorching them with cream of chicken soup. <laughs> it's so good. It's so funny to me how like kind of foul and disturbing it is to some people who aren't uh-huh. like a part of the the culture. The culture. <laughs> um yeah it's like the one thing i mean most people that i know who i've made spud crud for or who have had our mom's spud crud oh we should say we call it spud crud our family calls it spud crud we it's it's been an evolution from funeral potatoes to potato crap that's what Mm -hmm. our brother called it when we were kids but crap was a little too crass for our parents yeah so and spud crud was just right there it was the (laughs) obvious next choice right so it became spud crud and that is what the family calls it yeah, and and spud crud to me is that particular recipe. There are some people I think who would make it with like crushed up Ritz crackers on top, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. or not onions. a bad idea. It's not a bad idea. It's not spud crud. I want mm-hmm. spud crud. Yeah, if I'm if I'm about to be 
um shot execution style <laughs> i want spud credit and i want it right now yes yeah um, um but like i was saying most people like it but the people who don't like it are like can you get that away from me like uh-huh the cream of whatever soup yeah. cheese sour cream monstrosity if you don't like a cream of whatever soup you're not you should not join the mormon church <laughs> no not, no 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 those are not your people yeah, i'm you'll so go sorry hungry. to tell you yeah yeah um i don't know why it's called funeral potatoes beyond that it's just meant to feed a crowd there are crowds of funerals mormons take them every every mormon fu- funeral you go to is gonna have funeral potatoes yeah but honestly it's a happy occasion food mm-hmm. can i say i kind of love a mormon funeral not necessarily I'm shocked so not necessarily like the uh subject matter of the service sure, sure. but the quickness and the luncheon mm-hmm. and the uh, outfits mm-hmm. and the food you know it's social it's um you know you put on a little outfit you you know people are generally like kind of okay uh-huh. you know because more yeah people think- aren't that sad because they're like oh we cracked the code here we're gonna see them in the celestial kingdom yeah what's there to cry about right obviously if it's the death of like a younger person it's sad but generally i mean our experience with funerals is generally much older people where it's like "Hmm, all right yeah let's eat you're seeing all your all 65 of your cousins for the first time in a decade it's kind of fun and everybody dresses up i was gonna say we are wearing funeral attire for funeral (laughs) potatoes unintentionally so it just seeped into our subconscious yeah um no i can see what you mean i mean this the actual service itself at a mormon funeral is terrible because it's not not it's not like a celebration of the actual person it's like a lesson about the plan of salvation blah 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 but yeah there's usually a beautiful musical number Mm -hmm. and then you're gonna eat a nice spread of food yeah big thick spoonfuls of funeral potatoes you get free reign of, of some weird church you've never been to. Mm-hmm. Check yep. it out. Run around. See how it compares to the church you grew up in. Mm-hmm. Spoiler alert. It's going to be exactly the same. It's yes. super bizarre. You will know your way around. Yep. I will say, um, since we're talking about funeral luncheons, let's just talk about the Mormon um, war dinner Yeah, for a moment. Ooh. I was thinking about this as we were like making notes for this episode. I can smell yeah. this dinner. Yeah. I can smell it. I can see it. Can yeah. I Can I give a little Tell visual me. descriptor? You are in a church gymnasium. Mm-hmm. Okay. Basketball court, wooden floors. Think high mm-hmm. school gym, but inside yep. a church. There's a stage. Mm-hmm. Um, a little accordion door that opens into the kitchen. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. And there are some women cooking away in the kitchen. And there are some big long tables set up in the gym and it's just covered in food and Mm -hmm. it's and it's everything looks great for the most part but it's almost like haphazard how much of each individual item you'll have you'll have like 75 different kinds of brownies (laughs) and like several slow cookers full of similar on porks (laughs) just it's like nobody was like talking to each other they're like mm-hmm. let's just bring stuff you yep. know and it's glorious it is glorious there's always a ham 
always a ham. There's always green beans. You mm-hmm. know from a can, you smell the t- mm. the metallic mm. flavor in the air. It's so mouthwatering. A mountain of rolls. A mountain of rolls. And then always some jello. Yeah. Which is another Mormon food we need to talk about. Jello. Yeah, it's a staple. Famously a Mormon food. Mm-hmm. So I did a little bit of research about this. I was like, what are the origins of this? Mm-hmm. There was apparently like a year where Utah was the number one country or the number one state in the country for jello consumption, but then it was like bumped down. But then there are other stats you see that are like over time, they're the number mm-hmm. one state. Whatever. Utah eats a lot of jello. Jello has like kind of marketed heavily in Utah because it's this like family friendly, budget friendly snack. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, what I did not know was that in 2001, uh, there was some legislation passed in Utah making Jello the official snack of the state. Okay. <laughs> Which does every state have an official snack? I feel like we should look into that. I know. That's kind of cute. It's kind of cute. 100%. I don't know what else it would be because right. Jello, man. We be what eating else? Jello. And then the other thing I learned was that at the 2002 Olympics in Salt Lake City, you could get these like commemorative Olympic pens pens Ooh. pins wow okay P-I-N-S. i just said that was such a utah accent yeah pens. Um, and the hottest item was a pin that was a bowl of green jello <laughs> that's awesome i want that i saw that there was one for funeral potatoes too oh really yeah funeral potatoes and green jello interesting i know we weren't a green jello family no no, that not wasn't particularly. What we doing. No. Um, we instead, let me read you the family jello recipe. Okay. Um, it's called orange cream salad. According mm. to mom, none of us call it that. No. We just call it jello. Jello. Because orange it's jello. the only jello we're gonna eat in our family. Yeah. It is a pack of orange jello. Um, instead of just putting water in, you're putting half water, half orange juice. Mm-hmm. Bump up that orange flavor. You're adding in a can of um, pineapple, mm-hmm. but like the crushed. Crushed. Yeah, that's the word I'm looking for. Thank you. Crushed. And then um, a can of mandarin oranges. I always leave that out. I hate Me too. I don't like mandarin it. Mandarin oranges. And then a bunch of mini marshmallows. You let it partially set. You mix it all up. And then you um, fold in a whole tub of Cool Whip. You sure do. Cool Whip is to desserts for Mormons. Mm. What cream of chicken soup is to a savory meal. Yes. Yeah. Cool Whip is always a part of things. Yeah, it's always around. There's always a tub of Cool Whip in the fridge. And one on reserve in the freezer. In the freezer. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. One of my earliest childhood memories is eating Cool Whip straight out of the tub mm. and getting in trouble for it. Oh, <laughs> getting scolded. That's funny. You know, I I think I probably got away with it because I remember doing that all the time because I would take it out of the frozen reserve Cool Whip. Mm. 
because sometimes you just want a freaking bite of frozen cool whip yeah. for crying out loud it's like better than ice cream it's so good mm-hmm. but yeah jello <laughs> jello yep a perfect food and that you let that set overnight it comes out like the most mm-hmm. magnificent texture it's fluffy mm-hmm. it's creamy it's got those chunks of fruit in it I eat when I have that on hand and I make that every year at Thanksgiving Mm -hmm. I eat it breakfast lunch and dinner for as long as it lasts yeah because it's a time sensitive food the longer it sits the more it gets a little watery a little mushy you want to be pounding that as fast as you can yep Yep. you got to be putting in an effort Mm -hmm. you know and and we make a gigantic yeah, whatever nine, nine by 13 uh-huh. you know it's a it's an it's an immense amount of jello i was going to mention i'm hosting thanksgiving this year and i am making you basically just for you <laughs> jello I i'm like so it. glad i was actually thinking about it because i was like i don't have jello very often anymore i know it's something that you do at thanksgiving every year but i was thinking about it i think of the jello as a thanksgiving leftover staple Oh yeah. Cause you don't actually have the space on your plate, the room in your stomach to be eating jello on with your Thanksgiving meal. Right. There's so much else to be having, but it needs to be in the house. Yeah. It's gotta be around. Yeah. And it's not even dessert because you're having pie, you're having whatever. Right. It is its own category of food yeah. that is to me an essential part of any holiday. I do remember when we were like initially planning coming to your house for Thanksgiving and we two were on the phone with mom and somebody, I think it was mom, was like, how important is this jello to you, Elisa? And I was like, I mean, if we don't have it, what's the point? Yeah. <laughs> like, what I are mean, we- we're going to have it. So don't even worry about it. What are we even doing? I was going to mention, so we mentioned marshmallows in the, um, in the jello salad. Mm-hmm. I was thinking, you know, making my own list of different Mormon foods. This is a me thing, but I feel like marshmallows are mm. like, like eating marshmallows straight from the bag feels yeah. like I'm practicing my religion. <laughs> yes. It's you like know? a, it's like kneeling down to pray. It is like kneeling down to pray. Um, I bought this bag last night and it's empty. <laughs> For our listeners, it's an empty bag. <laughs> yeah. just need you to know that. I'm about to pop the last one. So in our family, um, my dad and I in particular love a stale marshmallow. Mm-hmm. So if we have a bag of marshmallows or a bag of peeps at that time of year, Woo! you bring it home from the store, you crack it open, you let the air rush in and start to harden the outside um honestly the long longer you can wait the better yeah especially with a peep you get a crust on it yeah i never have the self-control to wait as long as i would ideally like to be waiting i mean Mm -hmm. weeks would be best (laughs) but i can usually give it like a day yeah some cultures have like really beautiful like fermented foods that they toil over and that they like bury outside in our culture we just like (laughs) leave a bag of marshmallows open (laughs) 
you know and watch it you know you yeah. look in the pantry and oh is it ready nope not yet um another very mormon thing is sunday dinner in our house that was pot roast was the kind mm-hmm. of quintessential sunday dinner mm-hmm. we'd have a pot roast we'd have some potatoes and carrots mm-hmm. um what else were we having gravy yeah a little gravy little and rolls rolls and rolls roll yeah with butter uh we should mention what what kind of drinks we're drinking Sorry, let me back up. I said we had butter on our rolls rolls. That's not true. We had margarine because margarine. again, this is a Mormon family, right? Not a f- not the French aristocracy. We were right. putting butter on things. Yeah, we were putting country crock. Mm-hmm. Okay, Hallelujah. drinks. Yeah, let's talk about drinks. So we've addressed in a previous episode that Mormons drink Crystal Light, which mm-hmm. has been confirmed by some listeners. Yes, yes. Mention. We, there have been some TikToks that were like, I was a Crystal Light family, and we love yes, to see it. It makes do. us feel like a part of the group. Yeah. Um. So that's really up at the top for us. But I was going to say uh, root beer mm-hmm. and root beer floats. Mm-hmm. The mocktail of choice. Yep. In all Mormon households. Yeah. I mean, no notes. Yeah. And then other than that, it's water and milk. Yeah. I guess because we grew up, you you in the 80s or 70s or 60s or whenever. What you the were hell, from. man? What is this like? <laughs> Elise is so old. Kick your arm. I just like, episodes. I kind of, it kind of tickles me that maybe there are listeners who like don't, aren't ever seeing what you look like. Uh-huh. And so I can put it in their head that you're like, 60 or something <laughs> i don't know it just like tickles me i'm sorry elise is like really young and beautiful that's Get why i have it. to make fun of you okay okay it's you're more beautiful than me shut up let's not fight um oh what was i saying i don't even know because know. oh oh we drank a lot of juice we did but that did. was more indicative of the time period yeah, everybody was drinking juice. And we were drinking like the frozen concentrate juice. Yeah. Which but so good. <clears throat> it is so good. And in particular, we drink a lot of grape juice and we mm-hmm. would couple it with popcorn, mm. which is also a very Mormon thing. We have like an oil popper, the kind that like has mm. the little metal arm that spins around. Yeah, every again, it was a Sunday thing. Mm-hmm. We'd had our Sunday dinner, we'd wait until the evening, and then you knew dad was gonna pop up a bunch of popcorn in the yeah. oil popper and salt it and then we were gonna have a, a glass of orange juice and a big cool whip bowl full mm-hmm. of popcorn yeah because we were eating so much cool whip we had all these cool whip bowls laying around yeah and that was your sunday night snack and that's really a perfect snack i am gonna correct you you said orange juice and we were drinking grape juice did i say orange juice you oh did my goodness I don't know where I'm so sorry it's now that I'm in my 60s sometimes my (laughs) mind slips you look so good for 60 it's crazy no it was grape juice through and through oh one thing I wanted to mention we were talking about the ward potluck um Mm -hmm. chili Mm cook-off chili cook-offs are a thing that Mormon wards do like across the board which Mm -hmm. I didn't realize but I'm now finding out and Mm -hmm. I find that fascinating but it really is like kind of a perfect mormon food when you think about it chili is it's just like it's just kind of like a nonsense super easy throw together yeah feed a crowd food you just crack open a bunch of cans of beans and tomatoes and and you're bada bing bada boom yeah and 
And uh, lest you think, oh, that's like, I wouldn't expect Mormons eating like spicy chili. It was never spicy. No, it's tomatoes. It was barely seasoned. (laughs) Just a pot of beans, basically. Yeah, Yeah, basically. And then when they discovered white chicken chili, it was all over. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mormons love to take Tex-Mex and make it white. Yes. Um, We had, we would have white chicken enchiladas in our family. Which are crazy. And the sauce was, you guessed it, cream of chicken soup. Cream of chicken soup and sour cream and mild. It's delicious. A banger. Yeah. yeah, I I have made those a couple times as an as an adult using mom's recipe, and I'll just use like the hot green chilies instead of mild, and then otherwise make it the same way. It's good. delish. It's yeah, good. I I have made that recipe in adulthood, and it's a crowd pleaser. I'm not gonna For lie. For sure. Yeah, I'm getting hungry. Dude. I am getting frustrated. Other things, Hawaiian haystacks, which I've never had. I know what you're talking about, but. You you know it it wasn't our family's thing, but you knew that Mormon families were having it. And yeah. when I went off to BYU, it was like, oh, we're having mm-hmm. Hawaiian haystacks. And it's basically chicken, broccoli, rice casserole, mm-hmm. deconstructed, nix the broccoli, add pineapple. <laughs> it's so weird. It sounds <laughs> awful, honestly. It's like a pile of rice, pile of just like very bland chicken. Cream of chicken soup. Cream of chicken soup and then pineapple um, pineapple and those like um not like fried wontons but something kind of similar oh like crunchy noodles i have to yeah i think that's what it is mm. let me look it up because just not interested in that yeah 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 yes the crunchy noodles that's exactly <clears throat> what it is but speaking I of mean, chicken broccoli maybe, rice it's delicious i am like unsure i'm not sold i would eat it but yeah, speaking of chicken broccoli rice, that is another quintessential Mormon casserole. Yeah, which I make it a few times a year. I haven't made it in a long time and I need to. Again, <clears throat> we've got a base of rice in our house. It was just minute rice. I mean, mm-hmm. we were just cranking it out as fast as we could. Yeah. Um, Over that, a sauce made of, you guessed it, cream of mushroom. Nope cream of chicken soup mixed <laughs> with a little bit of milk some cheese yeah on top of that broccoli and chicken pop it in the oven 30 minutes delicious like you've died and gone to heaven there was one thing i wanted to mention this wasn't exactly something we would eat in our house but i feel like salads quote unquote <laughs> you know it's a salad it's a something something salad it's not a salad yeah very give me Mormon. an example um a snickers salad i don't know if you've ever had the pleasure oh i have had the pleasure i am i'm telling you as a mormon missionary i had a snickers salad and it's like yeah cut up snickers cool Mm -hmm. whip yep granny smith apples Uh uh-huh some fruits in there stir it up toss it around and eat it by the spoonful man yeah that was one food where i was in a mormon household they, we were getting ready for a party and that's that is the what i got put on in the kitchen mm-hmm. make the snicker salad i was like excuse me <laughs> what am i making snicker salad you never had it what are you not a mormon yeah okay. are you a convert 
I shut up and made it and it was so good. What are you a convert? That's so funny. Yeah. Speaking of salads, we got to shout out our grandma's um, salad. She made a cabbage salad with peanuts and apples Uh and it had a miracle whip dressing. Yeah. And it was, I have not had that in 15 years. No. But I have a lot of feelings even just talking about it. Yeah, me too. It is the food of our childhood. It slapped for one. Just like Cool Whip is the Mormon choice over whipped cream. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, No, I said that right. You got it. Miracle Whip is the Mormon choice over mayonnaise. Yes. Maybe not anymore. Maybe not in our new, you know, maybe not in 2022. Mm -hmm. The Mormons have tried to normalize a little bit. Uh Uh-huh. But the true blue Mormons were eating Miracle Whip. Miracle Whip. The olds were eating Miracle Whip. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That was quite a little salad, quite a little slaw. That was actually, that's my first memory of being like put on food in the kitchen in a Mormon household. Mm -hmm. I remember being very young and our grandma being like, make this. And it's like initiation mode (laughs) activated. Yeah. And I remember making it and bringing it to the... We were having some kind of family reunion or family dinner somewhere, and it felt it was very it was a very rewarding experience. I'll never welcome forget. to Mormon womanhood. Yeah, get, some get of my cooking. Yeah, get cooking. Some of my earliest uh, memories of food with our grandparents were going down into their basement food storage where they had shelves filled with canned food mm-hmm. and getting like a bottle of peaches and a bottle of green beans mm-hmm. and bringing them up so we could eat them and mm-hmm. some of that stuff had been in there for so long that you'd open it and the peaches would just sploosh out into like Ooh. one gelatinous mass not a good sign and you'd still eat it man we ate it and nobody got botulism not that no not that i'm aware of no no one in the immediate family one other family recipe of ours Mm -hmm. pasta salad oh please and i again think every mormon family has their pasta salad ours had those like rotini noodles that are Mm -hmm. multicolored you gotta get the multicolored Mm -hmm. um you got to have black olives, cubes of cheese, cheddar cheese, mm-hmm. um, what else? Bell peppers, broccoli, red oh. onion. Yeah. And then zesty Italian salad dressing. You got to get that zesty Italian. The zesty I did notice the mom and I get different, different dressings. Really? Yeah. For an event, she got the ingredients and I made the salad recently. And uh-huh. she got craft wow and i get wishbone so do i yeah wishbone is very good wishbone zesty italian is what you want in your pasta salad i'm right there with you i think mom maybe had a little bit of a lapse there she just kind of like blacked out i'm hoping because i was (laughs) shocked maybe our dad got it yeah you know he was just like yeah it's italian you know no, yeah, no, he he is not the one who tends to be in charge of that particular pasta salad. Maybe no. he didn't know. He maybe just didn't know. That is another food that we have eaten so much of in our life. That is one that's a little bit difficult for some people who aren't 
um, part of the fold. My husband, for example, just won't eat it. He's mm-hmm. like, I'm not interested in that. That is gross. Yeah. And, uh, you know, we always make it for like family birthdays and stuff and everybody in the family eats it, but a, a lot of <laughs> pretty much everybody else is like, eh, I'm good. Pasta salad is like our jello in that once it's in the house, I'm eating it breakfast, lunch, yeah, and dinner for sure until it's gone. You know, I'm I thinking, love a breakfast of pasta salad. It is it's, a perfect way to start the day. It's so good. I'm actually thinking that wouldn't be a bad thing to make before I have this baby to just have mm-hmm. on deck. Just have a mountain of it. Tub. I think there are a few honorable mentions worth talking about. Okay. Um, just if you're eating a, if, if you're eating a casserole, you're basically eating Mormon cuisine. There are lots of variations on a casserole. Mm-hmm. Our other, our grandma on the other side of our family made a potato chip casserole. Mm. that was pretty iconic. Um, you know, but it didn't make its way into our household. No, but I have a lot of respect for it. Yeah, of course. Yeah, I think we grew up in a very like 90s diet culture house. So potato chips were just not happening. They were not allowed through the front door. No, cornflakes covered in melted butter or margarine. Sure, that's different. Gallons of cream of chicken soup. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, cookies with so much sugar, enough sugar in it to stop a truck. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But fat free but fat free yeah i was gonna mention you know the word of wisdom does mention some things about food Mm -hmm. um and it's interesting how the word of wisdom definitely like informed the like older generations cooking for sure when it came to like you know eating seasonally like our grandma saying if i can't grow it in the garden you know Mm -hmm. uh you know and just like eating Uh, eating meat sparingly I guess I mean when you really think about it like we didn't eat very much red meat it was like basically like a once a week Mm -hmm. thing but it's funny how it just kind of like evolved over time it's like eating seasonally food storage um foods that like are have a long shelf life Mm -hmm. jello yeah you know no it's true you know the Mormons are really invested in the word of wisdom when it comes to things like alcohol or coffee, but, um, food and grains, Mm -hmm. like there's some stuff in there about grains. Yeah. What grains are made for man and what grains are made for like cows and horses, whatever people are just eating what they're eating. Yeah. So when you're like asked in a temple recommend interview, if you obey the word of wisdom, they're not asking about grains and meat. No. They don't care. And I do think that's interesting. I think so too. At, in general, members of the church are just sort of like, oh, that doesn't matter as much, but you better not have a sip of coffee. Yeah. I know. Would you rather have a sip of coffee or drink a cup of canola oil? Uh, please bless at Dan Bam Bam on <laughs> uh, TikTok, TikTok for that. Perfect yeah. question. Yeah. I mean, I don't know what else there is to say except... Mormons love to eat and Mm -hmm. Mormons love to eat some weird stuff. Yeah. And growing up on this cuisine, I have a place in my heart for it. For sure. 
And I think it's it's a little bit scary for some people. Um, for example, we never mentioned this, but Jello mm-hmm. often has very weird stuff in it. You know, mm-hmm. we were talking about a very benign Jello salad. Yeah, you know, what we grew up on was very, you know, palatable. Yes, our grandma, however, was making Jello with shredded carrots in it, with mm-hmm. tuna in it. And that's a thing that people do. Now, in the year of our Lord 2022, if you get get invited to a Mormon family's home for dinner, they're probably not going to make you that kind of jello. Mm-hmm. But you never know. Mm-hmm. So, but luckily Mormons are so nice. You can just say, oh, I don't think I want to try that. Thank you, though. Yeah, no, thank you. you know. Yeah, I had a friend at BYU who would make jello um with carrots but also with like oats just like raw oats people were just putting stuff in jello Ugh, that is so foul yeah i do think mainstream mormons these days have toned it down a little are a little more aware of like food trends and aren't just eating for keeping it cheap and convenient as much Mm -hmm. as maybe they used to Mm -hmm. again we're speaking very generally even in our own family i mean a lot of the things we grew up on are not things our mom is making anymore Mm -hmm. except on a special occasion when we're like give me that pasta salad give me that broccoli rice casserole it's all i want it's true mom and dad are eating very differently but when we come to visit and they ask what would you like to eat this week it's spud crud pasta salad jello we all hop in a time machine back to 1999 yeah and we just douse ourselves in cream of chicken soup yeah yeah and then you have to detox it's brutal yeah it's worth it it's so worth it i love it so much um i hope this made you hungry <laughs> or curious if you want some of our family recipes we're happy to share yeah we would love to get some of yours yes yeah if we miss anything let us know we'll mention it in a in a later episode because we uh you know though we visited utah a ton and all our families from utah and lived in utah we didn't grow up in utah so maybe there's something huge that we miss yeah it's very possible Mm -hmm. so send us emails at pleaseblesspod at gmail.com dm us on instagram or twitter Mm -hmm. or tiktok at pleaseblesspod we want to hear what Mormon cuisine you grew up with. Please, I'll eat it. I'll make it and eat it because I'm pregnant and just ferocious. Katie will bring it on the podcast and she'll just eat right in front of your face. If that's what you want. If that's what you want. <laughs> if that's a very special request you can make at pleaseblesspot at gmail.com. <laughs> Well, friends, this has been great. Uh, Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. And please bless this podcast. Amen.